Hey friends, welcome to episode 8 of Overflow. I want to open our time together today praying over us. Oftentimes when we press play on a podcast episode, we have no clue what God has been orchestrating in the background of our lives to lead us to this point. And every time that I sit down to write content for the overflow, I have no idea what God is planning to do with the words that he gives me to speak. So I'm going to pray over us now. My Father, maker of heaven and earth, keeper of the stars and ocean parter, kingdom builder, master of miracles and collector of tears, would you have your way in us? Would you invade our hearts and our minds to be consumed by you and cause us to be real with ourselves so that we may receive your hope and be helped and healed in and through our very circumstances? Would you speak to us and allow us to only hear you and your voice through every word spoken here today. When set with wisdom and healthy motives, boundaries lead to peace, protection, life, and freedom. Sometimes we build fences and sometimes we build walls. And when necessary, they are both important and are meant to protect us and set us free. Borders safeguard and barricades shut down. A border is an outlining boundary that surrounds a a particular area and it shields the inside from being exposed to the outside of its area of boundary. But barricades are meant for blocking, obstructing the view of what's on the outside from seeing in, you know, getting in, having any exposure to what's on the inside. There's a proverb in um, chapter 4, verse 23 of the book of Proverbs that says, um, well, it's a passage that's speaking with all vigilance above guarding anything else, guard your heart, because from it flows the wellspring of life. There are some things, some people in our life we must set up borders around and some we must barricade. We must block out completely. The wisdom is acknowledging and knowing the difference. It's always challenging for me to wrestle with this reality because God also calls us to love, to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. We don't practice setting boundaries from ourselves. I mean, I must admit, it would be pretty cool sometimes to be able to separate from myself when I'm, you know, in a bad mood or my thought life isn't as pretty as it should be. Or when I've hurt the ones I love or when I just don't feel like being around anyone else, including myself. It is also a reality that we cannot, nor are we called to be all things to all people. It is not possible, and sometimes the best thing we can do for ourselves and someone else is to form the boundary necessary to safeguard everyone involved. 
to guard our heart above all else is to guard our relationships, our tongues, our eyes, our ears, our minds, and our souls. The steps we take or do not take, the arenas we enter into and the ones that we don't, the circumstances we participate in and the ones we choose not to. It's the boundaries we put in place that set us free and protect us. On this journey of guarding our hearts, uh, we will not always be met with mutual submission, agreeing opinions, and mutually willing hearts. It will cost us relationships. Seemingly, in the moment, good times and instant satisfaction, but it won't cost us the deep peace within that God intends for us to dwell in. Above all else, the guarding sets the stage for borders and barricades, and the wisdom is knowing the difference. Setting a healthy boundary sets you free and establishes a safe, grounded foundation for your present and your future. When you abide by the prompt to set the boundary, your heart will grow more secure and safe above all else. Now, I am not pretending that this is easy at all to set boundaries, even the healthy ones. Sometimes we don't have a choice. For some, it's the only way you can stay safe and protected mind, body, and spirit. Sometimes it's the only way to protect the ones you've been entrusted to protect. Once someone has shown disregard and disrespect towards your boundary line, your borders are being flirted with or even crossed, and you're faced with the possibility of needing a barricade. With vigilance, above all else, guard your heart. Everything in life flows from it. And when set with wisdom and healthy motives, boundaries can lead to life. When I was a young girl, I remember singing this song in my Sunday school class. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Oh, be careful, little mouths, what you speak. I am grateful for the planted wisdom of this little song. I believe it echoes the wisdom of the proverb that we've been talking about. God knew before time began that we would be setting boundaries with people, places, and things beyond our control or even our ability to explain. In a time where many are rejecting the church and what they grew up hearing and learning, it's so intricately and vitally important that we don't reject, neglect, or cancel the one who created us and his wisdom. The church is going to hurt you and you are going to hurt the church because the church is made of imperfect people. And we are all imperfect people seeking a perfect God for the same grace and the same love. And we must not forget that we are all equal at the foot of the cross. In this time where everyone and everything is getting canceled, sadly, 
our ability to agree to disagree is fading into the wind. Now more than ever, we will be sharply challenged to hold fast to the unwavering truth that our God is rich in mercy and full of love, and his word will never fail, and it always prevails. When set with wisdom and healthy motives, boundaries lead to life. A wise man once told me, you've got to chew up the meat and spit out the bones anytime you listen to someone teach God's word and his character. And the way you will know it's meat is when the spirit of God moves you toward him and you become more like him because of it. And you will know this because you're dining with God and ingesting his word for yourself. You won't be confused and you can't be confused when you're enjoying Jesus and communing with him. He is clarity and his character will never contradict his counsel. We should be setting boundaries because of what we know and what we're convicted about. Boundaries don't cancel out love. They refine it. We are called to love others, and there will be times we are called to love others at a distance, outside of relationship, guarded and gated for our safety. Boundaries aren't meant to destroy, they are meant to direct. Whether it's directing to or directing away from, it is one way we can be protected and protect others. There's so much talk around this topic of boundaries today, and I am so secure it's more necessary now than ever before. Not only are we surrounded by so much evil and people are turning themselves over to their evil ways, individuals are choosing to abandon humility and unity, grace, communication, forgiveness, a willing spirit gratitude, wisdom, and sound counsel for their love for self-satisfaction and hatred and vengeance, uh, the need to be heard versus earning the right to be heard, anger, rage, abandonment, pride, and their very own pleasure. It's time for us to be secure in who and whose we are. To know the wisdom and necessity of boundaries and vigilantly, above all else, guard our hearts. Our whole life springs forth from it. We must grow in our ability to listen to the voice of God, chew up the meat of his wise counsel, and spit out the bones of someone else's opinion. Now, I did not say to disregard sound counsel from others. That's vitally important and necessary. But their word cannot trump God's word. If so, then it's out of order and it will create disorder. And even boundaries are at the risk of being torn down and plummeted through. I want to talk about creating mass chaos and confusion Listen to and do what someone else says over what God says, 
and you will reap a harvest of chaos and destroyed boundaries for sure. (laughs) It just ain't worth it. It's truly a matter of life and death. When set with wisdom and healthy motives, boundaries can lead to life. When my youngest daughter was in elementary school, I was attending a midday Christmas performance she was a part of. Now, we loved her school, and we loved the community we had gained there. Many of them were a part of our village, you know, the kind that we all need to help steward and disciple our family. We had our kids and each other's families' backs, that kind of village. There was one particular mom that I didn't know as well, and we were engaging in the side mom chat while waiting for our kiddos to take the cafeteria stage. Honestly, I loved every aspect of these moments. Loud, crowded school cafeterias where the room was filled with proud yet rushed parents, smaller siblings crying for more snacks in their cozy nap spaces, and the anticipation of your child performing their diligently at-home rehearsed number of a Jingle Bell sleigh ride, Here Comes Santa Claus mashup. (laughs) Call me crazy, but those were the moments I proudly became a stay-at-home mom for. While this new acquaintance mom and I chatted about Christmas and family traditions, I wasn't prepared for the boundary I was about to have set upon me. As we continued our candid conversation about our family's approach to the Christmas season and why we chose this time with the intentions the way we did, she grew more and more uncomfortable as it became apparent that we chose differently. That honestly did not bother me. I had no expectation for her to agree with my approach, and I was actually invested in hearing hers. The opposing views caused great conflict within her, and she immediately placed a boundary with me. The conversation ceased. Her body language shifted. She exited my presence, and honestly, she, she never spoke to me again. I am confident that she banned her child from even communicating with mine. Now, it's really hard to not take offense at someone else's offense, right? Especially when you barely know someone and they decide about you before they even get to know you. But... Maybe she had a valid reason to set this boundary that I was totally unaware of. Maybe a situation from her past shaped her response to a familiar conversation she was having with me in the moment. I am not really sure. But today, when I think back to that experience and the immediate boundary she set with me, I have greater clarity and grace than I did in the immediate moment. If offending me by setting a boundary protected her from pain and harm, then I am so grateful that she said it. When setting boundaries, we must remember why we're setting them and be sure of the need to set them and be willing to accept the cost of setting them And trust that God will also do the work in the ones we're setting the boundaries with. The focus of moving 
forward with setting the boundary is not what the outcome will be or how it will be received. It's in the obedience to move forward with clarity and surety that God is calling you to do this and trusting he will give you the wisdom and the strength and the courage to carry it out to set the boundary. When set with wisdom and healthy motives, boundaries lead to peace, protection, life, and freedom. Boundaries are never meant to be used as a cop-out, an avoidance to a situation. They are not meant to aim hurt at someone else in an effort for revenge or a shrinking back from saying the tough things, the hard, the real, the raw things. Unless there is danger or harm involved, seeking and striving for reconciliation and unity should always be our first choice. We can't predict how someone may receive our efforts to reconcile, even if they haven't shown receptiveness in the past. And we cannot discount the work that our sincere and humble efforts to make amends may do within their soul. The main goal is to follow the wisdom of God and the added counsel of others and to be sure within the depths of your soul that you've done everything you can do to tear down walls and barricades and release boundaries. Then you can lay your head on your pillow at night knowing you did everything you could do to the best of your ability. That, my friends, that's all our hands are responsible for. Here are a few boundary spaces that I believe are worth fighting for. Harm to your heart, yourself, and to your home. Protecting you and your people at all costs is a high and holy calling. In this world of trouble where we all have troubles, we must fiercely fight for our heart and our homes with what is holy, noble, honorable, right, wholesome, and true. Fight for um, hope and light shining through and from our social media platforms. Social media is a roaring giant Um when opinions aren't just loud and strong, they're becoming more and more threatening the further the distance in the belief from one another is. It's so loud at times that I feel like I'm in the marsh pit of a heavy metal concert being tossed back and forth violently. The heavier the metal, the harsher the throw. Now, I've never experienced a heavy metal concert marsh pit, but seeing one does not look very pleasant. Uh, We who hold heaven in our hearts and the words of Christ on our tongues, we can be a mouthpiece of hope, echoing more of what we are for than what we're against. God doesn't need us to defend him. He desires for us to declare him. 
the moment we forget that it's the spirit of God who does the work of God in the hearts of others to God, then we can be free to be all he creates us to be for him and toward him. If we recognize that we can't draw healthy boundaries around our interactions with social platforms, then maybe we need to draw boundaries around not interacting with them as much, or maybe we even need to break off or break up with them. Uh, I, I think I have been in every single one of those scenarios with social platforms at one time or another. This is actually where I would insert the wisdom of Aristotle here. Know thyself. If you know yourself and you know the areas that you need to set the boundaries in, then it's powerful. Because knowledge is power and knowing thyself is powerful. Another area that I believe is worth fighting for is harm to our hope, our eternal hope. I believe we are looking into the eyes of a culture that is growing more and more apathetic to the things that lead us to our eternal hope. So focused on the right now and being right in the right now, abandoning truth for the lie of the temptation, and we're losing harmony to harsh-filled wastelands that will be swallowed up into an eternal despair. I am so grateful for this promise and the reminder from Paul in Galatians 6, 9. Don't give up. Do not grow weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Boundaries help us to distinguish our property so that we can take care of it. They help us to guard our heart with all diligence. We need to keep things that will nurture us inside our fences and keep things that will harm us outside. One of my favorite boundary quotes by Henry Cloud is this. Safe people do three things. They bring us closer to God, closer to others, and closer to who we were truly made to be. When set with wisdom and healthy motives, boundaries lead to peace, protection, life, and freedom. It's a wild dance, isn't it? Seeking to live this knowing life. We've only brushed the surface of all that God desires for us to know in this season of knowing on the overflow. I really can't imagine a day without being here uh, with you. Just yesterday, I was walking and talking with a friend, and as she was sharing some of her story, God was affirming um sweet whispers he had been speaking over me. Um, And I just literally began to weep at his kindness to use my time with her to affirm um, that he has been listening and that he hears me and that he is with me. What a joy 
to know that God is in all of the tiny details of our every moment. Why does that shock us when he actually created the details before we were ever even created? I just get so excited to share this time with you, and I am so excited about all that's to come as we continue to meet one another here in the overflow. Thank you for your ongoing support and for choosing to meet with me here. And I can't wait until next time.